The A's avoid a sweep in Oakland. Mason Miller makes a triumphant return. And the winds of rumor blowing in the desert. You are Locked On A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yeah, you're locked on. Locked on A's, that is. I'm Wayne Coy, lifelong Oakland athletic supporter. See what I did there? And media personality. Listen, I want to thank you for taking time out of your day before we do anything else to hang out here because this is a great place to be for an Oakland A's fan. Nice to have you here. And I definitely encourage you to be a part of it all. All you got to do is hit us up on Twitter. Uh, check us out on YouTube. You can comment there. But the bottom line is we want steaming heaps of audience participation. This is not a monologue. This is a two-way conversation. So do that. I'd love to hear from you. Okay. Day number two here as we get rolling, talking A's baseball because, well, because that's what we do. And we want to talk A's with you. Locked on A's, of course, is all a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We are your team every single day. Just let us know that you're an everydayer, and you can do that down in the comment section as well. On today's show, well, the A's found a way to muscle up and avoid a sweep against Toronto. It was getaway day at the Collie. We're going to talk about the latest chatter revolving the A's in Vegas, and there's plenty of it. And then, of course, we need to celebrate just a little bit the return of that guy, Mason Miller, to the A's pitching staff yesterday. Hey, today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. Make sure that you make every moment even more. And right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. All you got to do is visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Hey, yesterday, were you watching? Did you see what the A's did? They found a way to avoid a sweep. And I tell you what, it couldn't have come at a better time. We're talking about how they're up against history and not in a good way yesterday. Toronto Blue Jays, of course, trying to make it three in a row. And uh, were they going to be able to do that? Well, not if the doctor's orders were followed. And what did we order? We ordered, and not necessarily in this order, great starting pitching from J.P. Sears. Had to have that. And, oh, by the way, maybe a long ball or two. That would sure be nice because when the A's hit home runs, they win. Well, the doctor delivered J.P. Sears. Let's start right there. That lefty who needed to kind of continue on his first start of the month. Little forward mo. In fact, a lot of forward mo. Uh, he put August behind him after that great game against the Angels. Comes back to be the stopper that we needed him to be, and that's exactly what he did. He made a statement by starting off the game by getting the two guys you really worry about, even in an unhealthy Blue Jays lineup, George Springer. And, of course, Bad Vlad, Vlad Guerrero Jr., both of those guys making out to start the game. And it was great from that point on. In fact, in the bottom of the fourth inning, how about Carlos Perez? We told you we needed the good pitching and we needed the long ball. Mr. Perez says, okay, you asked for it and you got it. He takes a 2-2 fastball and deposits it in the left field bleachers. In fact, that home run gives the A's a 2-1 lead and kind of reminds us all 
of what it is that Mr. Perez brings to the team. He's kind of the reason that, uh, you know, the reason that we signed him was to be able to bring that, that veteran leadership that he's got and to be able to spell Shea Langliers whenever Shea needs a day off, and that's exactly what he did yesterday. Uh, speaking of Shea, if you weren't watching, it wasn't pretty, but uh, Tuesday night he took a bat to the, uh, yeah, to the junk, okay? And uh, speaking of nuts, I think it's nuts that Estuary Ruiz is batting in the nine hole. I know yesterday I kind of went off about that. So today I'll just expand upon what I already said, which is that this guy is a leadoff hitter. He should be batting first, not just yesterday, but every day. Instead, he's in the nine hole. And what does he do? Well, back in the day, we used to call it, uh, we used to call it a Ricky run because that's what Ricky do. Okay, you... You get on base however you can. In this case, it was a single for Ruiz. And then what do you do? Well, you steal second. And then, well, you steal third. And then you steal, no, we didn't steal home. And unfortunately, there wasn't even a fly ball to score him from third. He got stranded there. But listen, he did his part. And wouldn't you like to see that more often than less? And that's going to happen if he's up at the top of the batting order. So again, uh, I'm going to make my case here. I think this guy needs to be leading off. And not just, uh, again, yesterday, but every day in the lineup as much as possible. And then uh, what do you do? Well, you got two center fielders that are in, as I said yesterday, kind of a lousy platoon. I don't like it. I don't like the fact that Lawrence Butler and uh, Esty are sharing time in center field. What I suggest is you take the guy with the better arm, and that would be Butler, who's been doing nothing but hitting bombs lately. Tape measure bombs, by the way. Move him over to right field. Uh, and uh, let him handle that corner position while you keep Esty and his speed in center field. And you know what? Wash and repeat. Do it every single day. Now, I know Butler's away, a little bereavement. Uh, his grandfather died, so he's in Georgia, and uh, they're obviously doing what they need to do there to take care of family biz. He will be back, though, sometime this weekend. Now, whether he makes it back for tomorrow night's opener in Arlington or we have to wait still for another day or two, don't really know that part yet. That's still the unknown uh, but the lawman will be back, and hopefully he picks up right where he left off, hitting the cover off the ball. Okay, SD center field, Butler right field. I'm going to say it and say it again. 58 steals for this kid. Can you believe it? He'll probably have 60 by the end of the weekend. He's a rookie, need I remind you. The last time this happened for the A's was oh, back in 79, well, like we are talking about yesterday, and a guy named Ricky Henderson. So let's, let's see if maybe we can build on that. Get Lawrence Butler back in the lineup somewhere, four or five uh, in the lineup, maybe even third. Uh, Zach Geloff would do a great job, I think, in the two-hole and, and put Ruiz back at the top of the order, please. It's just the thing to do. Okay, meanwhile, the guy who took Butler's place on the roster, because somebody had to, was Kevin Smith. Remember him at the beginning of the year? High hopes for Mr. Smith. Had a good year in Las Vegas for the most part. But he sure had a good day yesterday. He provided uh, what we like to call the icing on the cake in the bottom of the sixth inning. Uh, no doubt about it. Blast right off of Trevor Richards. A's go up 5-1, to one, and they really never look back. That's all they needed for the dub. And this guy, Trevor May, you may remember what happened during the offseason, right? We give him a ton of money, more than anybody else on the team, because we expect that he's going to be our closer and maybe even an all-star level closer. Well, don't look now, but in his last seven appearances, six saves and a win. That's what I'm talking about. Now, what preceded that was nothing short of amazing. 
And in a way, I was happy yet sad, and I'll tell you why, but definitely worthy of a conversation all of its own, and we're going to get to that. But this episode of Locked On A's is brought to you by eBay Motors. Now, what are our friends over there doing? Well, they're telling you that a championship team is about every single player being a perfect fit. And the same is true with your vehicle, believe it or not. So for parts that fit, what you need to do is head to eBay Motors and look for the green check. Stay in the game with eBay's guaranteed fit. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. And eBay guaranteed fit, just so you know, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions apply. So my friend Sammy, ace fan in Puerto Rico, sorry. Sirius wants you to know that you maybe aren't going to be at the ballpark, but you can certainly catch every single pitch of the A's hometown broadcast with Ken Korak, Vince Catronio, and the whole gang. And you can do that through the Sirius XM app. It's SXM app. Search athletics. It's that easy. And thanks, as always, for making Locked On A's your very first listen every single day. You don't need to do it, but you do, and we appreciate that. And whether you know it or not, that makes you an everydayer, okay? So you need to look ahead to what we're doing tomorrow. And that, of course, will be previewing the A's and the Rangers. Really could be a case of catching the other guy at the perfect time. It's been a rough week for Texas. Well, LL Cool J once said, don't call it a comeback. But uh, Mason Miller kind of had other ideas. He wasn't listening, see? Yesterday, the right-hander let everybody know exactly why He's got all that buzz. Triumphant return to the mound. And you know, it might seem like a lifetime ago, but it was only back in May that we all took a big deep breath and then a sigh of relief after we found out that the injury that was sustained by Mason Miller was not season-ending. In fact, what happened was it was a UCL strain, and that strain, all it needed was some time and a little rehab, and it wasn't an issue anymore. But the scare was there anyway. I will tell you that. We all were a little worried about it. I mean, why not? This guy was lights out, right, all the way through the minors, ends up in the major leagues, quickly ascending to that role. Next to last start, if you forgot. How about that? Seven innings, no hits, six strikeouts. In fact, he struck out 22 batters in his final 20 innings before the injury. So needless to say, there's a lot of excitement there. A guy that we expect to be the ace. And I got to tell you, um, when that injury happened, it was one of those things where you just went, bah, bah, bah. you know, you have to provide your own sound effects. We have no budget. But we're also A's fans, and we're used to that. See, it's kind of like Lucy pulling the football away from Charlie Brown. But again, it, it didn't turn out that way. So Mr. Miller comes back and happy, of course, because we're seeing him in action. Sad because, well, because he's on my fantasy team, and I thought I could wait till the weekend to take him off the IL, and of course, I didn't do that, and of course, Kotze puts him in the game, and of course, he's perfect for two innings, in fact, struck out the side in the seventh, and I didn't get any fantasy points at all for Mason Miller's performance yesterday, but that's okay. I'm not going to hate on it, bro, because this guy could be the guy. You know, isn't it great when you have an ace? I think so, and I think we might have one in Mason Miller. It's exciting. We're going to keep watching. But I think the kid is the really Odilio, and certainly somebody I'm looking forward to seeing a whole lot more from. Mr. Miller, it's good to have you back. Hey, our word of the day, as we go all Pee Wee Herman on you, is ready? Referendum. Say it with me now, kids. Referendum. 
Will signatures equal a spot on the ballot in Nevada? Will the people of Las Vegas actually have a say as it relates to a new stadium and our baseball team potentially moving from Oakland to Las Vegas? Well, the bigger question is, will Mick Akers of the Las Vegas Review-Journal predictably come up with a story on the heels of a press release that puts the A's in maybe not so much the most positive light? Well, duh. That's what he does. He's Mick Akers. It's the journal. What else did you expect? <laughs> it happened. Okay. Before we get to that, remember that if you can't be at the ballpark and it happens, you still want the action. You want it to feel up close. You want it to feel good and like hometown should. And you can with the Sirius XM and the Sirius XM app. It's the SXM app. All you got to do is search athletics. You'll get Ken Korak. You'll get Vince Catronio. Uh, you will get A's baseball the way it should sound. So do that, even if you can't be at the game. Now, you can also follow the podcast, this one right here, on all platforms, including YouTube, even with a face for radio. There we are. Also, you can join the community on Discord because there's a link somewhere down there. Uh, all you got to do is click that to join in on the the description of today's show, and then you can you can talk to us, and we can listen to you. Back to the legal maneuvering. I had to kind of lay that out for you. Okay, as expected, the organization that is known as Schools Over Stadiums, you've been hearing about them, right? Well, they filed the referendum petition, which seeks to repeal the state tax, that funding that's dedicated to stadium bonds back in Senate Bill 1. Remember, 35th special session and the extra session and... Well, here's the quote. Schools over stadiums has been committed to pursuing, that's what they say, every possible path to stop the use of public funds to subsidize what they call a billionaire's stadium. Now, it's not my words, it's theirs. Putting the question to the Nevada voters who were effectively shut out of the process, end quote. Dawn Echeverry, remember the name, she's very active. She's a, a music teacher, president of NSEA and schools over stadiums. She says, and we continue to quote, Nevada's priorities are misguided. And when we launched schools over stadiums back in June, our goal was to ensure that public funds would go to the services that Nevadans depend on, like public schools, not to a California billionaire for a stadium. Her words, not mine again. End quote. Now, during the 82nd legislative session, legislators failed to hear a single bill to reduce Nevada's overcrowded classrooms, the largest in the nation, by the way, and they made no movement whatsoever on generating any new revenue streams for the schools. Shortly after the session, a report was released which showed Nevada leads the nation in educator vacancies. Put that in real person talk, it means no teachers. Okay, important issues unaddressed according to this organization. The governor and the legislature, of course, moved their focus to the needs of their words, not mine, John Fisher and his lobbyists, including Dave Cavill, and the Nevada politicians singularly focused on financing what they called a, quote, world-class stadium for a California billionaire. And then in the meantime, forgetting all about Nevada's second-class education system, end quote. Now, new quote is, this referendum targets a portion of Senate Bill Number 1, public funding for the proposed stadium, blah, 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 blah. Really don't want to beat a dead horse here, but Alexander Marks, who is a spokesperson for schools over stadiums, said, quote, we are excited to get out there and start gathering signatures from Nevadans 
who want to put our schools first. We're confident that a majority of Nevadans will join us in taking action to put Nevada's priorities right back in line. Okay, so we can address an education system that ranks 48th in funding with the largest class sizes and the highest vacancies in the country, end quote, and that's pretty much all they had to say. So you might be thinking, because I certainly was, how long now until we get something, anything from the A's? Because it does seem like anytime there's one of these kind of stories, well, what happens immediately is uh, you start to read something from the A's, typically Dave Cavill almost always in the Las Vegas Re Review Journal. And in the Review Journal, of course, Mick Akers will write that story. Did that happen? Of course it did. They had their own press release ready to go to counter everything that I just told you. Mick Akers in the Review Journal doing what they do best. They are great messengers, aren't they? Uh, yeah, here it is. The Oakland Athletics have hired CAA Icon as the consulting firm breaking news here, for team owner John Fisher and the team's planned $1.5 billion Las Vegas ballpark. CAA Icon will play a key role in the overall project management of the now 33,000-seat ballpark. I don't know if you caught that, but they added 3,000 seats. Overseeing the architect, construction manager, subcontractor, specialty consultants, drummer, bass player, CAA Icon, according to them, leading uh, the way as it relates to being able to build facilities like this. The management of the sports venue, according to A's President Dave Cavill, you knew this was coming. Here's the quote. They are the best firm to oversee the representation of our ownership team and transform our ballpark vision into reality. End quote from Mr. Cavill. Uh, the big takeaway there. It ain't over till the shovels hit the dirt, folks. The A's don't have a shovel yet. In fact, they haven't even gone to the hardware store. So stay tuned. Hey, before we get out of here, this is something very important. Don't forget, you can catch every single pitch of the A's hometown broadcast, Ken and Vince and the whole gang on SiriusXM, SXM app. Just search athletics and listen to A's baseball the way it should be. Now that's going to wrap up this edition of Locked on A's been a whole bunch of fun as it always is and thank you again for making us your first listen of the day every single day if you're an everydayer know this what's coming well a little preview of the a's against the rangers ought to be a good series especially because it seems like we might be able to kick a dog when it's down in dallas okay maybe the metroplex it's arlington i get it we digress <laughs> one thing i do know for sure and that is that we are always locked on a's every single day. Until then, I'm Wayne Coy. You take care, and thanks for swinging with us.